Good afternoon. This is Lucas from Salesian Sports Broadcasting, and today I am followed by Nick, Nick, Sean, and guest star in the back, Danny DJ Brittle, Amanda Myth, Myth. Yeah. So today we are here to recap Week 17 of the NFL, and uh, I first want to start off with uh, acknowledging for my crew as a whole. We want to send out our prayers to Demar Hamlin. Uh, he was a teammate for many players, a brother. He felt like a brother to many players. He was an older brother. Um, you know, he literally is living his dream, and for that to happen to him, because he's literally living his dream, and especially as athletes, a lot of athletes use the cliches of um, saying that they would die for moments like those, and they would die for winning a game, and well, you know, sometimes we do take those uh, sayings and expressions for granted, but um, all of my prayers are with Damar Hamlin, and we really hope that he's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, we'll start into our recap. Uh, I guess uh, to start on the positive note today, and as much as this pains me to say, we're going to start with the one and only New York Giants. You know this is my moment. You know this is it. Oh, All right. Man. We are in. This is not a drill. We're in. We're making a run. We're making a run. We're making a run for the ages. All right. We haven't seen this happen since. Six years. That's crazy. Six years. Six years. We haven't seen a playoff appearance. We haven't seen a Lombardi trophy since 2011. But this is, it's all going to change. It's all going to change. We're going to make a playoff run. We're going to beat the Vikings. That's a wipe. Um, Didn't you lose to them? We're going to beat them. We're going to beat them. Kirk Cousins is, is overrated. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to take out the Vikings. This is, my, this is our plan. Uh, ne- but next week, next week is uh, going to be tough. We're going against the Eagles. Um, without Jalen Hurts, probably be easy. Uh, but I would like to say, uh, you know, be, on behalf of everybody here, I guess I can say this was the best Giants game of the year. Um, this is the best they've ever played. <laughs> Daniel Jones played unbelievably. I've never seen that out of him, and hopefully he could bring that to the playoffs. Um, you know, apart from everybody else, I mean, Thibodeau is, I mean, the snow angels on the field was a little uncalled for, I'm going to be honest. But it was pretty funny, and I respect him for doing that. Um, but everything else, um, you know, I, I'm, loving, I'm loving what we're doing right now, and hopefully we can carry that to the playoffs, have that same energy, you know, against the overrated Vikings. The Vikings are overrated. They're overrated. And we're going to take them out. All right, so um, we all know my stance on this Giants team, and I still have no hope in them. However, truth has to be told here. This was their best performance yet, and uh, especially by Daniel Jones. Uh, especially with Daniel Jones being on a um, an expiring contract and coming in with, I think, four new head coaches in six years or something like that, um, you know, this was really his, his game to prove why he should be the starting quarterback next season and why he really is a legitimate quarterback in the NFL. And he proved it this game. And 
as much as the Colts are 4-11 and with a tie with the worst team in the league, the Houston Texans, you still have to come out and perform every day and every game. And that's exactly what Daniel Jones did. And, I mean, the Giants were just a better team on all cylinders this week. And, like, you can tell that, that um, the whole team wanted this win. It, it it was a whole team effort, and they really came through. Um, for the Colts, I do think they don't start Nick Foles, and maybe something else different happens. I, I just don't. I think it's too soon. And just came off of an injury, and the loss of Jonathan Taylor really killed them. They didn't really gain momentum all game, and yeah, twenty four points in the second quarter by the Giants. I mean, that literally just says all you have to do. But um, congratulations to the Giants for making the playoffs. First round exits, I stick by it. Uh, not making it far, but... Um, uh, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau has to watch out because uh, literally taunting a guy you injured is not a funny thing to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll admit the uh, Giants had a pretty impressive game. Um. You know, considering the fact that I did play the uh, the Colts, though, <laughs> I mean, you know, Mister uh, Nick over here is acting like they just beat the um, I don't know prime Forty ers but it's uh, you beat the Colts. Congratulations! It's the same thing ten other NFL teams have done this season. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones was looking pretty nasty out there. Um, you know, leading the team in rushing yards too is also something I'm not sure we've seen so far this season. Like, I don't think Daniel Jones has had a solid rushing game. Um, but yeah, the Giants did pretty well, and the Colts. I mean, Nick Foles wasn't doing that bad before he got injured in the first or second quarter. Um, he had like a pretty beautiful pass to Campbell. I think it was, uh, yeah, it was it was to Campbell. But yeah, Nick Foles wasn't playing that bad, but, I mean, but uh, still, I think Ellinger probably would have came in anyways. But yeah, the uh, Colts did okay. Um, it was nice to see Zach Moss doing something, you know, former Buffalo gross <clears throat> Buffalo Bill. Yeah, he, Moss didn't really do anything on the Bills, and uh, hopefully he'll make an impact backing up Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, the Giants, I mean, I had them having a losing record this season. Um, unfortunately, the Giants just played better than most people expected. Um, they did beat the Colts, but it's... It's still a win. It's still clinching the playoffs. I think Daniel Jones has secured QB1 for this team. I think if they didn't have Daniel Jones or the Giants don't have Saquon Barkley, this Giants team is not where they are right now. Um, I think you have to reconsider keeping Daniel Jones as that QB, uh, that QB1 spot. Um, I think... If you have a if Daniel Jones has a solid year and Saquon Barkley is healthy, I think the Giants are actually a number not number f- 5. I think I'll put him at top 6, top 7 team in the NFC. 
think there are obviously other better teams in the NFC, but the Giants are definitely one of them. I don't have them being first-round exits. I think they could beat the Vikings. It's very possible. Um, if it were another team like the 49ers, yeah, they have no chance. Um, but the Giants, they could all, they could ultimately um, make it past the Vikings, um, unlike another team who won't make it past the first round. <clears throat> yeah, I also want to add, uh, where is Stephon Gilmore this game? Uh, Giants receivers literally went off, you know, especially Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins, guys who've literally been s- – trash all year uh stefan gilmore where are you buddy we need help and uh yeah there was no help given all right <clears throat> well since there's no bills game uh i guess we'll recap the dallas cowboys and uh and uh well they played a struggling tennessee titans <laughs> in where Derrick Henry did not play for the Titans, and Josh Dobbs was <laughs> and Josh Dobbs was taking over the role of Tannehill and Malik Willis, and well, it did not end well for the Titans. They did not. Um, I think now the Jaguars clinched, uh, which my prediction somehow came true. And uh, little Dak interception, Prescott, uh, two picks. Uh, He's been really good at throwing the interceptions. He's, you know, he's actually been really good at throwing the ball to the other team every single game consistently. That's the only thing he's good at. Honestly, uh, it's crazy. You know, no Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott sort of sold my fantasy team for the championship in a one league, but it, it's all good. Um, T.Y. Hilton, I think, is the main, is the main person I want to address here. And stats-wise, it didn't look like he had such a big game, but clutch third-down receptions. Um, he was really good, and C.D. and Dalton Schultz. Um, you know, this Titans team really sold, and they really choked. They really had the number one seed locked up last year and, you know, the first place in their division, and now they're just irrelevant. Like, they really, I mean, this team has a lot of work to do, and I think Mike Vrabel knew it. And, you know, just all-out surrendering, starting Josh Dobbs and benching Derrick Henry really just proved it. But uh, it's a great one for the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if uh, if I was a Tennessee Titans uh, fan, I would honestly be embarrassed right now because this is just a complete fall from grace from your franchise. I mean, Titans have been consistent playoff teams for the past three, four years um, because that's, that's, that's such an easy division to win. You know, it's the Titans, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Colts. I mean, I mean, the Jaguars are a pretty tough opponent now, but, I mean, the Titans have four guaranteed wins with the Texans and the Colts, but even then, they're, they're, just, they're just trash. Um, and, I mean, Josh Dobbs or Joshua Dobbs, whatever his name is, he didn't do bad. Nothing spectacular, though. Um and uh, yeah, it's just I, I don't I don't even know why Derrick Henry wasn't starting here. Um, I mean, is is he, was he injured or nope. did they just completely bench him? I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just sad. I mean, looking at this receiver core, this is 
Yeah, this is this is terrible. I mean, Traylon Burks, the rookie, Robert Woods from the Rams, McMath, um, Chestnut, uh, Aquan, uh, Aquan, Aquanmu, um, uh, Austin Hooper, Westbrook. Um, yeah, yeah. These uh, wow. This team is just completely washed. Um, uh, with the Cowboys, though, I mean, not a. It really isn't any impressive rushing game uh, here. I think that's because Pollard was injured. Um, yeah, I mean, Elliott got a touchdown, but I don't even know who got the most most rushing yards on the Cowboys. Is, is that Mike Davis or Malik Davis? <laughs> <laughs> no clue who that is, but. Yeah, no, Malik Davis. I don't know who I know who Mike Davis is, but not Malik Davis. (laughs) Dak Prescott, you know, I mean, Dak interception Prescott is, uh, yeah, another two picks from him. He's got to have like what, fifteen on the season. He has sixteen. He leads (laughs) in that category with the most interceptions. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. Sad. It's very sad, but um. But yeah, congratulations, you uh, beat the Titans. Yeah, and uh, saying congratulations, you beat the Titans would actually be something good if it was like... A year ago? No, like a little earlier in the season. Yeah. The Titans were doing good, correct? They had a winning record at some point. They were like, what, 7-3 and for a little while? When, when Tannehill was playing. Then they yeah, lost Then they lost six straight <clears throat> and had the biggest fall off I've ever seen. Uh, the Titans are just, uh, it was stupid benching Derrick Henry. And uh, the Cowboys, for the Cowboys, you know, if it weren't for the Giants, they wouldn't have clinched a playoff spot. Um, but the Cowboys need to improve their QB spot. Uh, Dak is throwing too many interceptions for them, and they can't, if they're looking to really be serious about a Super Bowl run, they can't have a guy in the playoffs throwing that many picks. Um, But, you know, honestly, and as a Giants fan, uh, you know, I hate the Cowboys, but I, I really have nothing nice to say about them. But, Listen, if they really are serious about making a Super Bowl run again, like they have to improve that QB spot. Everyone else on the team is is good. Tony Pollard has been doing great. CeeDee Lamb has been doing great. Uh, it's just the problem is Dak and how how are these receivers and and uh, how are these receivers going to be good if your QB is terrible? That's really it. This Cowboys win was not as impressive as other wins um i think beating the titans isn't that much of a celebration i mean with what the titans and how they're playing right now it's it's kind of bad it's kind of like last week against the eagles i mean can't really be happy about that jalen hurts didn't start so we would have lost anyway but um i think the cowboys i mean i don't think they're gonna win the division i think the Eagles are going to take that. The Eagles are going to take the number one seed in the NFC. Um, I mean, it looks like 
were planning on facing Brady in the playoffs, I mean, that just, it's, they beat us by 16 points in the first game of the season. Um, and it was in Dallas, too. So, I mean, this is just, <sighs> I'm I'm really hoping that we can turn it around with Brady. I mean, I think, I don't know, I mean, Cowboys need to win next week against the Commanders. It's easy win. Commanders have nobody. Um, and then we're going to beat Brady. Um, I know that's a long shot coming from the team that was first round exits last year. Um, every other year? And, yeah, every other year as well. Um, but, you know, something is different about this year. Mike McCarthy is planning on seeing this team going far. Um, and that's the goal. Um, so I think the Cowboys, they just need to be prepared. I think, I don't know, it's, it's bad. Dak Prescott either needs to leave or he needs to get some glasses because maybe he can't see the other team. You know, throwing it to the other team as he always does. Maybe it's, maybe it's a problem, but I don't know. Get some glasses, man. <clears throat> Boys, we've heard it from a Cowboys fan. This year is different. Don't we hear that every single year? Been hearing that since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> this is our year. This time it's different. Mike McCarthy last year was the coach with the most penalized team. Penalties killed them in that wild card game, and uh, penalties will kill them again. And not only penalties, they will beat themselves up. Nope. Because beating Brady alone is nope. kind of a hard thing to do. The Cowboys lost badly to Brady. It's okay. We're going to bounce back. Anyways, on the note of the playoffs and the Cowboys playing the Buccaneers, ironically, the next game we were going to recap were the Panthers and the Buccaneers. Now, this may have been the first time Vegas has voted against Brady in about 20 years, 21 (laughs) years, Um, simply because the Panthers, they looked like they had a shot coming into the game, and uh, especially beating them in their home, they really did. However, Tom Brady, um, who has been quiet all year, is putting up good numbers, but has been quiet, hasn't won the games he was supposed to win. He came up clutch, throwing for 432 yards to be exact, three TDs, not a single pick, and uh, his boy Mike Evans, 207 yards. I think it was 10 catches and three TDs. We saw Godwin come up very clutch in this game. This Buccaneers team, wow, for once their offense really shined, 478 total yards of offense. Um... Again, their defense concerns me because, you know, allowing 24 points to Sam Darnold and the Panthers and, you know, I mean, that team really has nobody. They traded away their their uh, their star player, having three quarterbacks in a, in a season, f- firing their coach. It almost felt impossible. You know what I mean? It almost felt impossible for the, uh, for the Panthers. And uh, yet again, they were so close to a run and... Just couldn't happen for them. Uh, Brady will now, well, Brady now clinched the playoffs, and he will now play the uh, 
first round exit masters the dallas cowboys and uh, this will um this will be a legacy determining game one thing i do like to mention is tom brady is uh only had 11 incompletions and we all know how brady is with the timing and and everything else but um you know kate otten the tight end has really like you can tell has been holding him back a lot uh you know, especially on those quick throws, he loves throwing it to the tight end, and Kate Otten is just not, he's not getting it done for them. I think they have to click for the Buccaneers to make a deep playoff run, but when we get into the playoffs and, and later podcasts, um, I do think that this Buccaneers team can make it deep, especially having Tom Brady and winning a Super Bowl before. I mean, they really can. They really can make it deep. There's no, um, there's no question about it. I mean, they have everything. It's practically the same Super Bowl roster. So, anything is possible with Brady, man. Um, yeah, the Buccaneers set up a really good game here. I mean, Brady, I want to say that's probably the most passing yards he's had in a game this whole season. Um, and that's the kind of stats that come when you throw 45 times in a match. Um yeah, Brady had a good game. Uh, only 11 incompletions for 45 passes is really good. Uh, and Mike Evans had a really, really, really good game. That's probably his best game of the season. Um, uh, but the, the rushing, the rushing attack was really lackluster on the with the Buccaneers this game, and that's how it's been all all season. Um, the Buccaneers they they really don't have a good running back. You know, with Leonard Fournette and uh, white uh, in the backfield. It's it's really nothing spectacular for the Buccaneers, but still a good win by the Bucks. And I really think the best play of that game was uh, when the Buccaneers punter. I think he's a rookie. He's a rookie punter. He had that. And he fumbled the snap and then ran to the sideline and still got the punt off and got the punt down inside of the the five. I think it was on the two. I mean, and I think that's one of the plays that led to the Buccaneers uh, win this week against the Panthers. Um, so, yeah, uh, good football by all uh, aspects of the team besides their running game. Um, and on the Panthers, Sam Darnold. I mean, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself like I did last year and start saying that Sam Darnold is the answer for the Carolina Panthers, but he's looking good. Um 341 yards, three touchdowns, to only a pick. I mean, uh, this is much better production than we've seen from Baker when he was on the team, or who was the other guy? P.J. Walker. Um, I guess Sam Darnold may be the answer to this team. Um, maybe he should start next season with um, Matt Corral backing him up, who, just like I said with Purdy, how I said that Purdy was going to be a stud earlier this year, Matt Corral is going to be a stud. When he gets his chance to start, Matt Corral is going to be a stud in the NFL. And that's my uh, bold prediction of the week. Uh, yeah, uh, Brady won. That's, you know, for some reason comes to a shock this uh, these days. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, you you know, you want to talk about Brady's performance. I want to talk about Mike Evans. Uh, Mike Evans... Uh, recently has been, you know, uh, showing his signs of becoming more than mid again. Um, 
I don't really know the word for it, but Mike Evans has been unbelievably mid for the entire season um, and uh, just super average. And now he's becoming a little more because Brady's doing a little better. And if that team uh, could do that, uh, do what they just did to the Panthers in the playoffs, um, which wasn't very impressive, but if they can add a little more to that, uh, I feel like, again, they can knock out the Cowboys in the first round like they always usually do. Um, but <laughs> um, the Panthers, I mean, look, they had some hope last week, and they just didn't deliver. So, I mean, I don't know. This was This was a good win for Brady. You know, I think... Not seeing Brady in the playoffs. How can you not see Brady in the playoffs? Like, just being the great quarterback that he is. I mean, I think we always have to admit that Brady needs to be in the playoffs every year. Um, the Bucks had a little scare for, um, last couple of weeks, you know, with the Panthers and the, the Saints trying to catch up. Um I mean, I think the Bucks overall. I think they've just they just played better. I mean, I mean, I think being having the Panthers favored, um, I think, and the Panthers still ending ended up losing. I mean, that's just Brady will come up in clutch moments, and this was definitely one of his clutch moments. Uh, Mike Evans. One fantastic game, in my opinion. Um, three touchdowns. I think that's the Mike Evans that um, Buccaneer fans wanted to see throughout all season. They haven't gotten it much at all. Um, and now um, we could definitely see Mike Evans continue to um, be a number one ride wide receiver spot for Tom Brady. This season, I'm going into the playoffs. Um, I mean, I think even if next year, if Tom Brady doesn't return, I think Mike Evans, as long as he has a solid QB, he should be solid. Um, I think if we can see Mike Evans go off and be a key team player for the Bucks, I think that's just what Bucks what Bucks fans wanted. Um, I mean, I I think. Um, Brady will just be retiring after this season if he doesn't get far into the playoffs. Um, who knows? I mean, he said that last year, and look, he's playing again. Um, but yeah, no, the Panthers, I think, made tried to make a run for it. Um, not successful. Um, I think, I think the Panthers could have something going forward into the next season and even the season after that. I think um, Panthers have a good shot of taking that division if Brady would want to retire one of these days. Um, we're still waiting for Brady to retire. Um, but, you know, I think the Panthers end up taking that second spot in that division. Um, and I think that um, just hoping that Brady doesn't end up winning that division. I think I kind of want to see a change um, 
in um I can't say it. Um, you want to see a change because you're scared the Cowboys are gonna lose. No, that's that's not it. That is exactly um, I just think I'm tired of seeing Brady <laughs> being the number one in the division. I think even with a new team like the Buccaneers, I think I'd rather see Sam Darnold and the Panthers play the Cowboys. Well, the Panthers can't even <laughs> get into the playoffs now. I don't think they can. No, they're eliminated. Yeah. Oh, so you're, um, you're saying that you would prefer Andy I'd, Dalton and the Saints over. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I mean, I'd, I kind of wanted to see a change. Oh, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> we're beating Tom Brady, so. Yeah, okay, buddy. Couldn't beat Eli Manning. Tom Brady is beating you guys. Couldn't beat Eli He's Manning. cover the spread. However, this uh, next game, speaking about great NFL quarterbacks, this next game I want to recap is um, the Vikings and the Packers. And I've been very vocal on my favorite quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers, the bad man. And, uh, well, this game, this game really excites me. Um, you know, the Packers are now one win away from making the playoffs. And in a season that felt and seemed almost impossible for the Packers to make the playoffs, you know, they made it. And I think the Packers right now are playing complimentary football. And that's the best part. And they're making a, a quarterback who's looked decent all year, or, or more than above average. Kirk Cousins, you know, throw three picks and having him subbed out because of how bad he played to Nick Mullins uh, was really, um, you know, that was good. I think my only concern with the Packers is I don't really see their offense scoring that much. I mean, the first 14 points for the Packers were uh, – well, Rodgers did not play any part of the first 14 points. One was a pick six. The other was a kick return touchdown. And then, you know, the rest comes. But, you know, the Packers defense finally stepping up and locking up uh, Justin Jefferson. You know, I mean, like you can tell he was frustrated all game. And, and Jair Alexander just getting in his face and being rowdy. And that's the Packers team. You know, they want to play man on man. They want to be able to put Jair on their best receiver and, and win those press man opportunities, and you know it. It, it happened for this. Uh, uh, for this Packers team, and uh, you know now they're one win away from uh, making the playoffs. And <sighs> man, greatness of quarterbacks right now are are really um they're really showing, especially come around this time, and we see this all the time. And, uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and um, what an awful game from Mr. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, uh, three interceptions is not a very good look for somebody who was uh, praised very heavily this season for his performance earlier in the year. Um, I mean, it's pretty funny to see Nick Mullins going out there and going four for four for fifty-seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, really looking like the future of the Vikings organization. Um, I mean, it was just an off game for Kirk. Um, he he has those sometimes, and then he has other games where he looks like the greatest quarterback in NFL history. 
Yeah. Uh, Naylor was the leading. Uh, Jalen Naylor. Um, wow. I, I really have no clue who that is. Um, on the Vikings was uh, was the leading receiver with three receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. It's pretty sad to see that Justin Jefferson only got uh, one reception for 15 yards. Uh, it's, yeah. And that really pretty much uh, concludes Jefferson's run for 2,000 receiving yards to break the record. I mean, technically he could still get it, but he would need to have uh, 230, or 229 to be specific, uh, receiving yards in the next game. Uh, I'm not sure who they go up against next. Does anybody know? It's the Bears. It's well, possible. It's, it, it definitely is possible, but um, it's not likely. I don't think Jefferson's going to pass 2,000. It's still a good season for Jefferson, though. Um, just complete domination by the Packers. Um, Rodgers. I mean, he didn't really have that impressive bogey game. Um, yeah, 15 for 24, 159 Passing yards and a touchdown really isn't that, uh, isn't that crazy? Um, not really looking like the greatest quarterback of all time. I, I think Brady, much, <laughs> much more looked like the better quarterback of all time this week. Um, yeah, and Rodgers was really carried by his run game this uh, against the Vikings. Aaron Jones had 111 rush rushing yards, which is really good for him. Um, and uh, AJ Dillon had. 41 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a good game from the Packers. It's nice to see uh, Alan Lazard get a, uh, have a decent game. But, uh, yeah, Christian Watson, though, a reception for 11 yards. I mean, Christian Watson really fell off. There was that stretch in the middle of the season where Christian Watson was getting two or three touchdowns a game, um, and it looks like that's over. But, um Watson definitely has some potential in his play. See, this is why I think the Vikings are uh, beatable in the playoffs. They are frauds, um, as Nick whispered. Um, they are frauds. And to get beat by the Packers this bad – in in this season is pretty crazy. Kirk Cousins played terribly. He he just didn't he didn't do his job. Like you know, uh, he just got he he can't fall off like that when it's playoff time. I hope he does because he's playing the Giants. But he, you know, as a as a quarterback, you gotta. You just can't. You just can't throw that many incompletes. It's ridiculous. He's overthrowing. He's not throwing to Jefferson enough, and it's just not. It's 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 not working out for him. So hopefully he brings that same energy to the playoffs. Though I'm hoping you know, no first round exits for the Giants, baby. Um. Yeah. No. I think the Vikings are overhyped. I think. You know, people have the Vikings as, oh, they're 12-3. and three. We're, we're going to go make it far into the playoffs. We're, we're the best team. We're one of the best teams in the NFC, and they really aren't. Um, I think the Giants should have won that game against the Vikings. Uh, it's just a lucky field goal. Um, 
you know, I can't believe I'm saying that as a Cowboys fan. Um, you know, but I think the Vikings, I think ever I think a lot of people, um, especially some Vikings fans, um, after this loss against a Packers team that has been struggling, um, but I think some um, some Vikings fans will say that they're not going to make it far into the playoffs um, simply because there are better teams where <laughs> um, better teams where you have a better quarterback who's not throwing three interceptions. He's kind of looking like Dak Prescott um, a little bit, throwing three interceptions per game. <laughs> um, it's looking that bad. Um, I think the Vikings just uh, – Jefferson just got locked up that game, and I think if Justin Jefferson doesn't have a good game, then the Vikings are going to lose. Um but yeah, I mean the Vikings if Justin Jefferson, as I said, if he has a good game, the Vikings could end up win end up winning. Um but as of right now the Vikings are not a great team. Yeah, and uh an interesting stat here, um the Vikings are the thirty first team when it comes to secondary. And um uh, yeah, when you are the second worst team, secondary wise and and yards allowed, it's it's just you know, it's a it's a recipe for a disaster, especially defensively, and we've just seen that. Uh, this next game I want to recap is the 49ers versus the Las Vegas Raiders, Las and uh, the Raiders being eliminated and. Uh, Coach Josh McDaniel starting Jared Stidham. You know, I thought this game would have been a joke of a game, and I thought the Niners would have had this easily. However, I had my doubts about Brock Purdy, and uh, it has been shown. Uh, He threw a pick, and uh, for a while, the, uh, the Niners' offense looked so stagnant. It looked stale. And uh, really, the rushing game opened up everything for the Niners. But you know, their passing game was not was not on point. And then we talk about this Niners defense, and it really just got torched by one man and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and this, and then Josh Jacobs with the rushing touchdown. I mean, this was probably like the best game for the Raiders all year, uh, complimentary wise. As, you know, you see their. Their three superstars, um, you know, really go off and shine in a game that was really meaningless. However, it was, um, you know, it was much needed. It was a, neat, it was a good morale booster. And, again, Hunter Renfro has just been god-awful this year. I don't even want to talk about him. He's overrated. And the Raiders having more total yards than the San Francisco 49ers this game. It's just like it, it really puts you into perspective how much of a choke this was for the Raiders. and It just seems like a reoccurring trend for the Raiders. I will say I think the Niners are... Uh, I think they broke a record here. I think they're on a, a nine-game win streak, eight-game win streak. Um, nine-game win streak. So they really haven't lost since week... Seven? Eight, 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 eight. Somebody get the math, huh? Oh. <laughs> 
So, uh, you know, this like this Niners team is scary. And they're doing it in all types of fashions. I mean, this is the second week in a row that they put up 37 points. And, I mean, they just, you know, they can put up 30 and shut you out. Or, you know, they can uh, put up 30. And, uh, you know. Uh, just play a high-scoring ball game. And this is really what Niners fans wanted to see come playoff time. This is really what they wanted to see. And, you know, it's just been it's been great for Niners fans to see this. And yet another great performance by the man, the myth, the legend, Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant. Mid. Mr. Mid. Did you just say mid? It's better than, it's better than what Dak Prescott's doing. Exactly. <laughs> Brock Purdy on the Cowboys? Car. That'd be crazy. Uh, but yeah, another good game from Brock. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had an incredible game. Just another one from Christian McCaffrey. And I think McCaffrey has made such a big impact on this team. I mean, the rushing game was it, it was good, but it, it wasn't like it is now. I mean, McCaffrey, you just add a star running back to this team who can also catch to a team that has an incredible pass game and an incredible defense. I mean, I think the 49ers definitely are in the debate for Super Bowl champions this this year. Um, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, they're they're just they're they're, they're just really good. Um, uh, now, this game had quite the bit of quite a bit of an ending where, you know, the game went into overtime. I mean, Brock Purdy led an incredible drive. Um, yeah, a really good drive where Purdy was just like thrown out of sacks um, and threw to Ayuk for three or four times on that final drive, um, which is mostly why Ayuk has nine receptions and 101 yards for this game. But Purdy uh, brought them all the way down the field up and up to maybe the 20-yard line, and Robbie Gold completely muffed the kick sending them into overtime. And in overtime, the Raiders won the toss, and they elected to receive the ball. And Jarrett Stidham stepped out onto the field. Patriots legend Jarrett Stidham stepped out onto the field. And, uh, well, he he threw a pick. Uh, Nearly a pick six. Uh, I think it was Gibson Sr. or Gibson Jr. Something like that. Somebody like that uh, got the interception and brought it all the way down the field. And... Purdy took a snap, centered the ball, centered the ball so that Gold could have a better kick, and Gold made a complete redemption for the missed kick that sent him into overtime, winning the game for the 49ers. And uh, really good game for Jarrett Stidham, who, as I said, is a Patriots legend. Uh, Devontae Adams having uh, video game-like stats, just like Mike Evans this week. And uh, Josh Jacobs with 69 rushing yards. Which is the okay? You're a child. Um, <laughs> Josh Jacobs, uh, he had the most rushing yards on the 49ers defense this whole season. Um, I think the most before Jacobs was like 50 something, 60 something. But this team uh, ran. Uh, you're laughing. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it was a good game by the Raiders and the 49ers. Um, yeah, so, uh, Derek Carr, that's, uh, really all I want to cover right now. Um, absolute trash bag, and he's going to get shipped. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What are, what are we thinking about Derek Carr, guys? Texans. The Jets. I was thinking the Jets. Jets, they need a quarterback. I was thinking I the think Jets. I think the Texans are going to draft Bryce Young, the uh, Heisman winner, <laughs> with the first overall pick in the draft. <laughs> and I think, no, didn't Bryce, Bryce Young win the Heisman? I thought he did. Mm. No. I swear to God, he did. No, some guys didn't even make the playoffs. Mm. Well, yeah, so uh, I'm thinking the Jets, but if they do draft this, uh, this guy... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I mean the the Texans. I don't know why he would want to go there, but they got big bucks, so I don't know. Um, but good. Uh, you know, this game this game was all right. I didn't really get to watch it uh, since we were celebrating the holidays. Um, you know, some some games I don't have time to watch. So yeah, this was a no for me. I just wanted to. Uh, you know, talk uh, bad about Derek Carr. That's really it. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders had an uh, impressive win. Um, Jarrett Stidham. 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 365 yards, three passing touchdowns, two interceptions. Now, this is overall a really impressive game by Stidham. Um, I think... And I think Derek Carr getting benched, I think we weren't um, expecting the Raiders to be all this good and not lose by three points. We expected the um, 49ers to win by a lot more. Um, but, I mean, the Raiders, I think they're a solid team. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, um, you have Darren Walker. I mean, these are all solid players. Um, and I think with... Maybe Stidham starting the games next year for the Raiders. I think Derek Carr leaves the Raiders. I think there's no purpose for him anymore. He's he's just sitting there on the bench, just the bench warmer, honestly. Um, I think the Raiders could definitely be a playoff team next year. Um, you know, I had high hopes for them. I think it's just excuse me. Um, sad to see the Raiders fall on six and ten. Um, maybe six and eleven. Uh, who knows next week? Um, but they have a hard division with the Chiefs and the Chargers. So <laughs> I think that with maybe the Chargers having an off year next year, maybe the Raiders will have a better year. I think the Raiders could definitely take that second overall spot in the AFC West. Um, but for the Forty ers good win. Um, I think. 49ers, I think, are a solid team. Um, and I think they're definitely one of the teams, I think, following the Eagles, um, maybe the Vikings or the Bucks. I think the Eagles and the 49ers are the two teams we see in the um, NFC, NFC Championship. Um, I mean, the 49ers have definitely proven to everyone and even to – me that they're a solid team um i had doubts about them this year um my doubts were obviously wrong um but i mean the 49ers i guess have just improved so well i think with jimmy g and trey lance um getting injured i think you know we all saw the 49ers quarterback spot needed to be filled um i thought they were gonna get baker mayfield 
Um, but instead, they kept Brock Purdy, um, decided to stick with Brock Purdy, and I think he's filled this spot um, better than people thought. Um, I think if you're 280 yards, two passing touchdowns, and one interception, um, that's not a bad game by Brock Purdy at all. Um, out of the five games he started, he's only thrown two interceptions. Um, that's actually really good. Um, so, you know, this 49ers team is solid everywhere. Um, CMC being added in the middle of the season, I think that just helps. We haven't seen Debo Samuel in a couple of weeks, um, but with Debo Samuel back, I think this um, solidifies this team as one of the best in the NFC. Yeah, no, I still can't get over that uh, nine-game win streak from the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Ah, it's just, it's it's kind of crazy the things that happen. Um, this next game I want to recap is the Commanders and the Browns. <laughs> and uh, I just want to quick recap this here. Uh, Deshaun Watson throwing for three touchdowns, 169 yards. Um, you know, Nick Chubb basically selling my fantasy team for the championship. Thank you for that. Um, you know, the Commanders losing this game and starting Carson Wentz, throwing three interceptions. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just bad. And, I, you, like, you just can't help but feel bad for the uh, the Niners' wideouts. They had, like, so many quarterbacks throughout the years and just shifts in uh, offensive playbooks. I mean, I mean, offensive game plans. And it's just it's very confusing for them. For this Browns team, there has, you know, I'm, like, there's no hope you – um, you are out of it, but um, you know Deshaun Watson's looking like he might actually, you know, be an answer for your team and start helping you guys win football games. Um, and uh, yeah, an okay game from Deshaun Watson. I mean, besides the three touchdowns, it's nothing really incredible about his uh, performance. Um, I mean, at least he was better than Carson Wentz, though. Who, um, well, he played like Carson Wentz, uh, and that's about all I can say. Um, and Wentz uh, playing in this game was strictly done because of uh, uh, their trade with the Colts. Um, you know, it's a, a basically if they didn't play Carson Wentz in this game, they would have had to trade um, the Colts a second round pick. Uh, but because they traded Carson, uh, because Carson Wentz started this game. Um, they only have to trade the Colts a third-round pick. Um, so maybe this, uh, <laughs> maybe with that second-round pick, they can draft somebody that uh, will be worth more than their uh, potential playoff run. But uh, yeah, that's uh, Commander's move. <clears throat> yeah, um, the Commanders fumbled. Um, they had a lot of momentum going into the next coming weeks, and they absolutely just fumbled. Um, you know, Taylor Heineke's momentum, as the commanders, you know, went up, uh, his went down, and, you know, I know this was a lot of the, um, uh, a lot of based on the uh, second round pick and starting Carson Wentz for that reason, but I also feel like, you know, in some situations could have been better than starting Taylor Heineke because 
his momentum was going down. He was fumbling. He was just not not doing great, as great as he was carrying this team uh, in the last few weeks. And, you know, uh, Carson Wentz, you know me, number one Carson Wentz hater. Um, and I said it at the beginning of the season. After that prediction, I um, <coughs> never, ever said anything about Carson Wentz. Um, and it, I just, I'm happy that he's doing bad. You know, he, he's become the new Russell Wilson for me at this point. Um, Russell Wilson. Oh, we'll get to him in a minute. Um, I think the Browns just played better. I think Carson Wentz just doesn't deserve that starting spot for the Commanders. Um, I think maybe the Commanders had a real shot of making the playoffs. Um... I had them being that last seed, the seventh spot in the NFC playoffs, but I mean it's 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 over, so it's over for them. Um, they have next year to look on to. Um, definitely some positive notes for the Commanders, um, in my opinion. I think they could definitely be. I mean they're going to be last place. Um, I have the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys over them, but I mean the Commanders could definitely still make the playoffs. Um, and I think, you know... Uh, I think they were already eliminated. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah. Did I just you say they have a... Next you year. said they had a chance. I'm talking about, next year? I'm talking about, now, I'm talking about, I'm talking about next year. Um, there is a chance that they can make the playoffs next year. Yeah, possibly. Um, I just think Carson Wentz just either needs to improve or stop throwing it to the other team. Like, it's just throw it to your teammates. Um, the Browns... I mean, this t- division is obviously the Bengals' division. Um, I mean, the Browns are going to finish maybe 8-9, and 7-10. and 10. Um, The Browns, I think, just need to move forward this offseason, um, look for more improvement. Um, I think they just need to play smarter, play better. And I think, I mean, the, Brown- I mean, the AFC North is a little bit tough with the um, Ravens and the Bengals. And the even the Steelers too, um, I think the Browns just need to play smarter, play better, and I think the Browns could ultimately be a playoff team next year. And uh, this last game, we, uh, we're gonna recap for the day. Uh, you know, it was a slow week for the NFL, Week Seventeen, and. The team's clinching. Uh, I think this is the last important game we have to recap. Uh, it is the Broncos and the Chiefs. And uh, we only did it for the memes. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson, Mr. Unlimited. Uh, probably one of his best performances of the season. And uh, I don't know why this game was so close, man. Patrick Mahomes missing some throws in the first half that he usually never misses and uh, throwing a pick to the Broncos. But, you know, they found a way to win. And Travis Kelsey uh, not having the best performance, also selling my fantasy team. Oh, you know, pray for me, guys. I'm going to lose two championships. <laughs> um, but uh, we're not going to talk about that. Um, 
This is a good win for the Chiefs. Um, you know, beating a terrible Broncos team, I don't think it's that much of a surprise. And uh, congratulations. They're now the number one seed because of the implication that occurred last night. Yeah, uh, what I have to say, uh, Broncos suck. Russell Wilson sucks. I'm happy. He lost. And, uh, yeah, um, uh, in all seriousness, Patrick Mahomes is should 100% be considered for MVP. There is no doubt in my mind um, that he should be number two behind Jalen Hurts in that conversation. Um, you know. I, I did want to say Josh Allen, but the way Patrick Mahomes has been playing this season is just he's a he's a highlight reel. So um yeah, that's really all I had to say. You know the Chiefs um <clears throat> excuse me. Uh the Chiefs have just been on top of the AFC these past uh years. I mean, winning the AFC West, I mean I think that was no shocker. Um I think they've won it seven years in a row. Yeah. Um. I think Patrick Mahomes is obviously doing something right with this Chiefs team. Um. The Chiefs, they don't have that good of a defense. I'd say top fifteen at the most. Um. And they're still getting it done. Um. Patrick Mahomes is definitely um a player to mention for the MVP. Um. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I think if you don't consider Patrick Mahomes as an MVP for what he's doing with the Chiefs and what he does in the playoffs, I think you need to reconsider your thoughts. Um, you need to put Patrick Mahomes in f- first because he does this every year, and I think there's never really a game where he doesn't play good or doesn't play bad, sorry. Um, and I think if he keeps this up, I mean, I think he's definitely going to be – one of the best quarterbacks. Um, he's one of the best right now, but I think he definitely, um, if he plays like this again next season, I think he's definitely going to be take that number one spot. Yeah, let me just take this over before we uh, end the podcast. Uh, I don't know why the Patriots are being talked about last, but, uh, well... <laughs> The Patriots are in a uh, pretty tough situation right now. Um, I mean, I, they had a pretty good game against the Dolphins, the uh, fraudulent Dolphins. Uh, nobody cares about the Patriots. Okay, buddy. Nobody cares about the Giants. Tua turned the ball over. Uh, was not playing tonight. Um, Teddy Bridgewater started and uh, got injured. So uh, the rookie, the GOAT, Skylar Thompson, was brought onto the field to try to defeat the greatest team in NFL history, the New England Patriots. Um, it's funny to see Tyreek Hill get a rushing touchdown here, but, uh, you know, couldn't stop the GOAT team, New England Patriots, unbiased opinion completely. Okay. Um, but uh, Patriots are in, a, well, quite a bit of a situation here where um, they need one more win to clinch a playoff spot and uh, – they are going up against the Bills here, so... Well, I think the Patriots have a chance. We almost, almost beat the Bengals. Almost beat the Bengals. We can almost beat the Bills, so... It's going to be a win. 
<clears throat> yeah, not happening. We held you guys to 10 points not in your home. Not held you guys happening. to 10 points Last in your year. home. I also right. want to I also want to add uh Steelers beat the Ravens. They have a shot if they can win the and the Patriots lose. And uh the Lions? The Lions beat the Bears, but, yeah, but. the Lions the Lions Packers and the Seahawks taking the win against the Jets. I think those three teams have the um cha- have a chance to make the last seed in the NFC playoffs. Um, in my opinion, it comes down to the Packers. I mean, the Packers I have beating the Lions at Green Bay. Um, Giants I think, winning the Super Bowl. Okay. And I have the Seahawks over the Rams, but it, don't, it, don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, if the Packers win, I think the Packers take that number one seed. The number one seed? Not the number one seed. The, the seventh seed, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the Packers just came back from having a bad record to maybe possibly beating, being over 500. Yeah, and uh, that wraps it up. And I'm sorry to break it to you, Nick. You will be the only playoff team. I mean, the only team in this group that won't, uh, <laughs> that won't have a team playing on the playoffs. Well, at least I don't have to wait another week for my team to lose in the playoffs like uh, you and Sean and Topa. I'm not going to lose. We're in your my team. Lose first round. You guys are like tripping over the top. My team will be the number one seed once things get sorted out because we all know what happened. But uh, yeah, that wraps it up and uh, we'll be here next Tuesday.